All right, this is Jared Diggle with MetalSpeak.com. We're here with Trevor Phipps from Up North. What up? How's it going? All right, man. Yeah. All right. So you're out on the road with Chimera, Skeleton Witch, and Molotov Solution. Yeah, I've been out for almost three weeks now, and we have just under three weeks left. It's about a wow. five-week-long tour. Heading west, and uh, then we go back up into Canada. That's where the tour started, and then we end uh, on the 19th in Buffalo. How's the tour going so far? It's good, good. Uh, it's been some really great shows on, on, on the tour. Uh, a highlight, I think, was Austin, Texas. was pretty sick. Uh, Jersey was amazing as well. So there's, uh, there's, there's highs and lows, but for the most part, it's a, it's a, it's a really good tour. Austin seems to be the common thread. Yeah. We talked to the Molotov guys. Really? And Sean. Oh, everyone's saying like that? Yeah, saying yeah. Austin was the, was the best show. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a hot show for sure. Yeah. Just cool. crowd response or just... Uh, crowd size and response, people there is the party, you know what I mean, it seemed, it seemed like there's more like, I don't know, I just felt better in the room or something than, 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 some, than some cities. I'm not talking crap in the other cities, just, it just seemed like there was more more hype going on. Yeah. People, people were more pumped to be more there. Into it. it was yeah. a new venue, we heard? Yeah, the Emo's, it's uh, Emo's East now, because uh, the old Emo is a really small club, but like, like this one was, was great. This one's a much bigger one now. If it's like 2,000 people, wow. Uh, there weren't 2,000 people there, but it was still still pretty full. Very and like cool. really good. Uh -huh. Nice. So it was tight. You guys have a new album out here? Yep. Darkness and the Light. Um, what kind of response have you guys been getting? Uh, a lot of our fans are tweeting and Facebook, and they, they, they think it's our best one or second best, or whatever. So that means a lot because we have five records. So it's important to us that our fans keep on digging the stuff that we're, that, that you know. We're writing, you know, yeah. and uh, we're playing a bunch of songs off it live each night, and uh, just getting great responses. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely yeah. a strong album. I, you know, a little hookier than the last, than the last two. Just a lot. We kind of went for that. We we, we wanted the aggression of uh, of the Uncle Storm and Fire, uh, but also have some more hooks in it as well to try to you know make a, a record you you want to listen to from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, I listen to it a lot when I'm running. It just keeps me going. That's good to hear. <laughs> Best Actually, records are the ones you can like work out to. You know? Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I used to I used to time my uh, my MP3 player so that uh, the Great Dividers would come on at the end of my run. No shit. So that would break down right at the end, where it's like I would just ooh, just, just like bust it out, and then I get done. And it, was just, it was awesome. Hogger so. Play Power is my, my my album for that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I was like, I would start with chest and like do bench press. By the time no fucking surrender can't lose, I'd be like my last rep. So I was like, do it, It's awesome how that shit gets you going. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, excellent album. I mean, 2011 has been a pretty big year for you guys. I mean, you guys have been pretty busy with the new record, and it seems like you've been touring pretty heavily. Yeah, we started Mayhem, then went and headlined in, uh, in Europe, um, in the Hell on Earth tour, then we headlined in uh, in Japan with Every Time I Die and Keisha Strain. That was killer. And then came back home and did this. And uh, so we've, we've been out on the road a lot, and uh, but after this tour we have a short break. We have about two, two, two months off, so it's not that short. It's a, it's a good break for us. And then we had uh, just kind of recharge, and we head out to Australia for the Soundwave Fest. And we also play in New Zealand with uh, Lamb of God. And now we're about to announce a, uh, a main support tour for Europe on Tuesday. It gets announced. So. Oh, okay, cool. But we're heading back there in March, April-ish. Nice. Nothing planned for the U.S. yet for 2012. I'm sure something will surface, but you know we're kind of trying to pick the tours wisely. You know what I mean? Because bands can't over tour these days. It seems like there's so much traffic that you have to make the right decisions. So I'm sure we'll be back, but it'll, it'll be on the right tour. Yeah. Yeah. What was the best part of Mayhem for you? Best part? I mean, all the shows kind of blended together because um, every show was packed and people were having a good time at all the shows. Um, Denver was definitely a huge standout 
for sure. That was a really good show. I had fun with that one. <laughs> yeah, Albuquerque was cool because uh, it was kind of it was different because our drummer um, at the time, Justin Foley from Killswitch, was, was filling in. Mm-hmm. The day before, he got food poisoning. Right. And he was really sick. And just just so happened to be that the drummer from This Is Hell, Mike Scuzz, um, was trying out for our band over YouTube. Like you know, he, he, he like played our songs. Just just so happened to be that they were in town that night to play a club show, and they hit up Slow asking him for guest passes to Mayhem. He's like, well, I can do I can do better. You want to play for us and it <laughs> oh, saved nice. the show, which is wow. pretty killer. So wow. I mean, he nailed it. and He was awesome. Nice. So it worked out. Nice. Yeah, I think I think I talked to Justin the day after the. Uh, yeah, actually played here the day it? after, yeah. and he actually played the set here. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 He was a mess. I felt bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to interview him, and he's just like, I don't really feel like it. I felt so bad. I was like, okay, I'll keep it short. You can go back to. <laughs> he wasn't right for yeah. a good week, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was sick for a good week. Yeah. Sucked. I think I full of fluids and shit. Um, I think I saw like uh, I think it was Metal Injection that they were talking about the um, the sort of after parties that Mayhem was yeah letting you guys throw and like stuff themes and stuff. Really. Yeah, was it you guys that did the Edward Forty hands? Yeah, that was us. Hey, where'd you guys get the idea for that? Uh, it's that sounded so that funny to me. For a long time. I think Buzz. Uh, I'm not sure if Buzz heard of it from someone or I'm, I'm sure he, he, he didn't make it up, but maybe he did. I don't know. That's it's a it's a game we've been playing since like '04. Oh really? And uh, he, Buzz loves forties. So he's, he's just, you know, tape the two forties to your hands. You can't untape them until you finish both. <laughs> and uh, it's, 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 you have to drink it fast. Yeah. You get kind of drunk. And everyone's all of a sudden in a great mood. And, <laughs> it's a challenge. The game. It's fun. Yeah. And uh, that's a cool thing that 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 Liam um, does. They have these theme parties, so it kind of gives each band a personality and kind of brings all the bands together, main stage and, and, and side stage, which, which is a bit different than other festivals we've yeah. done in the past. What was, uh, what do you think the, some of the highlights of those theme parties were like? I liked ours the best, but right. I think second best was Red Fang. They had the uh, Wizard Staff Party, you know uh, what that is? Yeah, with the tape and the, the beer the cans. Beer, yeah, so, so you, you have finishing? one and you put it in the bottom, tape another one. And by the end of the night, if you have the biggest staff, then you're probably the most intoxicated you know what's funny is like i'd seen pictures online of like people and i i it just didn't like click what that was i'd never heard of it before until i saw those videos on uh, metal injection or whatever then like uh you know just clicked like that's what that is it's just empty beer cans and like you know because you'd see people for whatever reason i always thought like did they poke holes in all the cans so it's like one humongous beer but no uh, it's just all empty beer yeah. cans with you build you know. your staff <laughs> the wizard staff dave from, from uh red fang he was great he uh, he got fucking trashed. He closed the party, and he took his staff and he smashed over <laughs> dudes' heads and stuff. And then he came back to the bus. He fell. He got cut up. And uh, his bunk was down there. Mine's there. And he's like, "I love you, man." Like he's all that fucking thing. And, I, and we we all got up the next day. And he comes in. He's like, "Hey guys, I'm sorry. I, I passed out early last night. I only had eight beers." <laughs> and I'm like, "No, we didn't. You were the last one there. You had at least 16. Like, we blacked out at eight. So he did a whole nother. He, wow. he doubled that. that and crazy. that's probably what he's drinking that day already. So that was and crazy. Like, well, I'm all cut up. And he wouldn't believe us that he was wow. partying that late. He's like, "Nah, man." Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um. <God>. While you're <laughs> thinking, um, you mentioned, uh, you know, Europe and Japan and stuff. Um, what do you think some of the differences are between touring in America and then overseas? Uh, Europe is very similar to America now with, with, the, with the tours. When we first started going over there in 2002, the, the mosh pits weren't quite as aggressive. Um, shows were still good, but it seemed like they, they didn't really adopt the really aggressive, like, you know, moshing or dancing yet as much. 
and uh, over the years it's kind of progressed. Um, as for Japan, um, it's a whole different culture over there. Like if once once a song stops, they 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 cheer real loud, and as soon as I start talking, it's like they all shut up. There's no no sound in the room. You hear a pin drop. It's just kind of bizarre. Wow. It's it's a big respect thing there. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's a, it's a cool cool vibe. It's it's much different. I've noticed that Australia, UK, Europe, everywhere's kind of the same except for Japan. We haven't been to China yet or anything. I'm sure it might be the whole Asian culture. It might be similar to that, but I don't know. But it's just Japan is very different. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I love playing there all the time. It's like we've been there four or five times now. It's awesome. The shows are always crazy, so especially Tokyo. Cool. Big city. Were you able to catch up with the Turban North guys when you were down in Texas this last run? Not this last run uh, in, in Austin, but I love that record. I gotta, that was a great find. Yeah. How did you tell us a little bit about how you discovered those guys? I found them actually from a band on Ironclad, uh, the Destro. Okay. The guitar player Nick. He's from Dallas as well, now lives in New York City, but uh, I was like, dude, he's my friend, you gotta check out this record, because the band actually put out the record themselves last year, <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking amazing, and uh, so I contacted them, I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll put this out, you know, with, with good, good good distro, and they were psyched, so, yeah. and I guess they're torn again in January, I think the ball's starting to kind of roll, roll, roll for them, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we missed him in Denver. We ended up talking to uh, Chris and yeah. on the phone. He's a great dude. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. So yeah. We ended up talking to him through Skype, but uh, yeah, very good record. It's definitely my top five for the year. So yeah. that's an excellent. Oh, that's record. awesome. Great. I love that. Yeah. Everyone I've turned on to it has just been like, oh my god, where that is. Just, yeah. yeah. I put that in top five for for, for, for me too. It's yeah. a great, great album. It's, it came out in 2010, but it didn't have proper release, so that's why I put it in my top five for this yeah. year. Yeah. Really well, speaking of that, um, anything else you want? Because on the on the podcast, we'll probably be talking about you know best of since we're getting to the end of the year. Anything a, else you want? I'm a huge Anthrax fan from back in the day. Uh, I like John Bush's voice, but not as much as Joey. I'm a Joey guy. And I think this new record's amazing. I just think it's catchy from start to finish. I think that Joey killed it. It sounds like Persistence of Time, like the record that they should have put out after that record. I mean, it's, it's just it seems like 20 years went by and they didn't skip a beat. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, I love that record. It's really good. Um, what else do I want to plug? I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> I have my top five. I've had a cold past few days, so I'm a little, little, little uh, cloudy right now. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, Anthrax, Turban North. Record listen to all the time. Um, I can't even say it right. Cavellatark, but that came out in 2010. Oh. But I found it this year, so for me, it, I would say I love that record. But I'm big into it. I'm not sure if you've heard it yet. I, I think from, I've seen the name from Norway. Around. I think we it's, got the promo from Prosthetic. Yeah, so sounds great. familiar. It's a really good record. It's uh, it's heavy, but it's also rock and roll. They they call it like black black and roll, black and roll or something like that. Yeah, it's huh. really good though, and they they sing in all uh, native tongue for them, you know, oh. from Norway, and it's it's catchy. It's good. Cool. That came out 2010. But I just found it this year, so I'm a little late with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah. For sure, man. Cool. What else you get for me, man? Um. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything? Now's the time. 
Well, I'm just going to say I want to take pictures of you guys, and then I want a picture with you Because <laughs> in all honesty, man, you guys are my favorite band, like, straight across awesome, the board. Man. I don't know, you know. I've been Thank following you, so you guys much. since I've heard of you guys, and you guys just fucking kick ass. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to kiss ass, but man, no, I'm like, cool, I, I feel like a little fucking school kid right now. I'm in awe. To be honest with you, seriously. Thank you so much, man. Oh, no, thank you guys, you know what I mean? Right on. Just been jamming it out to you guys for I don't know how long. Killer, man. It's about 2004. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right on, yeah. It was first big record, 2004, so we've been touring since then. Well, 01, actually, we started touring. Yeah. So, 10 years now. Yeah. It's like, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Nice. Cool. Sweet. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Cool, man. Have fun. Have fun at the gig. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh...